0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Residents of DeWajak are being advised the city's drinking water has been flagged by the EPA as exceeding testing standards for lead. A review of data from 2022 testing found DeWajak's lead levels are 17 parts per billion. That's above the federal action level of 15 parts per billion. DeWajak City Manager Kevin Anderson tells us this is due to some tests taken last year being removed from the sample. He says water coming out of the plant is just fine. The water itself that comes from our treatment plant does not have any trace elements of lead in it. And it does not have it through our distribution system as it gets to the houses. Where the issue can arise is if somebody has a lead lead or lead in their house. Anderson says residents need to determine if there's lead service lines connecting their municipal system to their home In the meantime, the city is giving out lead filters to anyone who requests one. Our levels are relatively low. It's not coming from the source, but it's very important for us to get this word out and we want to offer filtration for people. An action level exceedance means that more than 10% of the homes tested have results over 15 parts per billion of lead. An exceedance triggers additional actions including educational outreach to customers, increased sampling and service line replacement, which Anderson says the city is doing. Anyone with questions can call City Hall. Updating a story from Mattawan where a man is charged with attacking his neighbor last week, WSJM's Andrew Green reports. The man has been arraigned with bonds set at $1 million. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department says 58-year-old Gregory Charles Miller is charged with assault with intent to murder. He allegedly beat his 79-year-old neighbor in the 35,000 block of County Road 652 in Elmina Township on Friday because he was upset the neighbor was cutting wood. The police say Miller told the victim he was going to kill him and then told police he was going to kill the victim upon being released. Now Miller remains in the Van Buren County Jail. Andrew Green, WSJM News. A new invasive plant has been found in Berrien Springs. Michigan Department of Natural Resources Invasive Species Coordinator Joanne Foreman tells us Hydrilla was discovered in two ponds on private property. Hydrilla is kind of like a ropey stem plant that usually is attached in the water on a riverbed or on the bottom of a pond. It's usually attached by roots and then it grows up really tall. It can branch out. Foreman says Hydrilla can be a problem because it can take over an entire water body. It has to be fought with herbicides. She notes it's been an issue in other areas of the country but this is the first time it's been found in Michigan. In the south, there is a smattering of hydrilla all the way across from Delaware to California. Go up to the Atlantic states, you're going to see a whole bunch in that area too. Foreman says the two ponds where the hydrilla was found are connected, and they also connect to the St. Joe River by a five-mile stream. The DNR is looking for more signs of hydrilla. It's believed the invasive plant wound up in the ponds via some ornamental vegetation that was planted near them a few years ago. Anyone who thinks they may have seen hydrilla is asked to take a picture and report it to the DNR. We have that information on our website, wsjm.com. Criminal code reforms could be coming to the city of Benton Harbor Speaking at a Monday meeting, Interim City Attorney Sarah Seneca said the city is in the process of decriminalizing some minor offenses that previously would count as misdemeanors. She said they would become civil infractions instead. Right now, a lot of our more minor offenses are considered misdemeanors. As you can imagine, if someone gets charged with a misdemeanor and they don't show up to court, even if they think it's a pretty minor crime, like for throwing something out the window, littering, I'll use this as an example, people think, well, all I did was litter, all I did was throw something out the window. It can't be that serious. But if that person misses their court date, a warrant could be put out for their arrest. Seneca said they wind up with a criminal record. We're restoring justice for people. We're making it easier for them to get jobs. They're not going to have these misdemeanors on their record. They may have a civil infraction. Seneca said this effort, now being discussed in committee, is only focusing on minor, nonviolent offenses. She noted in most communities, the offenses being looked at would be civil infractions, but in Benton Harbor, they're misdemeanors. She credited the Benton Harbor Department of Public Safety with leading the effort. A suspect who led police on a brief chase in Van Buren County is in custody, partly thanks to a Sheriff's Department canine. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department says deputies tried to pull over a Dodge pickup for some traffic violations on Friday when the driver refused to stop. A short chase took them to the 10,000 block of County Road 681 in Geneva Township. The driver identified as 32-year-old Juan Pablo Gallegos Sanchez, then got out of the vehicle and ran. Deputies gave chase with the help of the K-9 unit Kuno, who caught Gallegos. Deputies learned he had a failure to appear warrant and was taken to the Van Buren County Jail. His vehicle was impounded. The Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Federal Communications Commission are planning a nationwide emergency alert test later this week. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department reminds everyone the alert will go out at 2:20 p.m. Wednesday afternoon. The test message will be sent to all televisions, radios, and mobile phones. The national test will consist of two portions, testing wireless emergency alerts and the emergency alert system. The wireless emergency alerts will go to phones, and the message will be sent in either English or Spanish, depending on the settings of your device. FEMA and the FCC are coordinating with wireless providers, emergency managers, and others in preparation for the national test to minimize confusion. When your phone goes off at 2.20 this Wednesday, don't panic. It's only a test. The state of Michigan is taking extra steps to make sure major road construction projects are completed on time and done well. MDOT recently opened the Office of Major Projects. It oversees all large projects with a price tag of $500 million or more. Ryan Mitchell will lead the office. He says the state is dedicated to delivering on time all the big road projects. MDOT historically has been um, very successful in delivering mega or major projects. Major projects as defined by Federal Highway are projects that are $500 million or, or more. In costs. Mitchell was speaking about the office on MDOT's podcast, Talking Michigan Transportation. In the WSJM newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.